with the John Curley Sherry Elliger Show. What is it, Trucker Scott? Scott here for the John and Sherry Show. Ready for some more news payment. Woo! Huh? You ready? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Trucker Scott. Bevy in the news! Joe, I didn't get a chance to hear all how the all the other great hosts here at Cairo Radio covered the Jeff Bezos story, right? Jeff Bezos selling a bunch of stock. What's yeah. the general take on that? I should have. Well, Frank in the attention. web department did a feature on it, and he says it's it, it is just pure vanity that Jeff again wants to become the richest man in the world. Uh-huh. And I I'm, I don't I don't understand how selling stock makes that makes it any different. I would assume your value would stay the same, but that's his mm-hmm. take on it. I see. All right. That was it. Okay. And the rest of everybody else is chewing on it during doing their shows and stuff like that? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen, unfortunately. Here's a question you ask the listener. If you're driving down the road and you see one gas station selling gas for $4 and the one across the street is selling gas for $3.50, do you go over, do you make the left-hand turn and go around and save 50 cents a gallon? I would say most people do. That's why they advertise 50% off or 10% off. That's why people have sales because it motivates, right? Uh, A price is a signal. It tells the buyer that that you could probably have your money over here and not spend as much there. You spend over there. That's simply what Jeff Bezos did when he decided after 30 years to leave Seattle. Every year, Sherry, he would sell stock. Since, what, 1989, he would sell some stock. Or 1998, he'd sell some stock, sell some stock. Cash in at the top. Like it where it is, turn it into cash, get it. There you go. Uh, he did that in the state of Washington where there was no income tax, but then the Supreme Court was able to reinterpret words and then they put the capital gains tax in place. Although the IRS sees capital gains as a tax, the state of Washington was able to somehow see it not as an excise tax. So they were going to whack him. So as soon as the tax went into effect in 2022, Jeff Bezos just Stop selling. He didn't sell any stock in 2022. He didn't sell any stock in 2023. And then he went to Florida. And no sooner as he get there, he sells the stock. So Jeff Bezos, not in an attempt to be wanting to be back on top as the richest person in the world, but he simply just wanted to save money, as you would make the left-hand turn to go into the gas station selling gas for 50 cents less than others, Jeff Bezos is not a dumb person. He realized he could save himself a whole bunch of money. So total amount saved. Do you have that number there? Do you see it, Sherry? I sent yep. it over to you. Do you see it? So what he's, uh, what he's hoping to do, according to this, is he's going to unload about 50 million uh, yes. shares of Amazon before 2025, before January 31st of 2025. Those yes. sales in Florida will save him at least $610 million. Ma, well, that is some. That's good news to me. That's right. So, you folks in the state of Washington that wanted to get the money from Jeff Bezos, well, too bad, so sad. The guy leaves. He leaves because, just like you would go somewhere else to save money, Jeff Bezos goes to Florida to save money. So you were thinking, oh, we've got him right where we want him. We're going to get that money from him because he goes to sell stock. We'll go and get it. And then we'll we'll get that money and give it to somebody else. And that'll be so sweet because let's face it, 
you know, he's a billionaire and he doesn't really deserve it. I saw as Thomas Sowell said one time was something like, what what is the fair share that you deserve of someone else's uh, labor? It was over the fair share and fair share. Well, Jeff Bezos should pay his fair share. Now, Jeff Bezos left because you wanted to tax him. And he realized, I can leave and go somewhere else. So Seattle is out $610 million, um, the state of Washington, out that money because Jeff Bezos is just smart enough, smart like a fox, to realize, I'll just go somewhere else where I don't have to pay it. Now, who loses? Well, I know Jeff Bezos gives a ton of money to Fred Hutch, Mary Bezos' mom. They've given like, I don't know how many millions of dollars to Fred Hutch for research cancer, research for cancer. Wonderful that Fred Hutch gets the support. Does Jeff Bezos continue to give it? I know he gave a lot of money to uh, Museum of Flight. He's given money to other various small charities and big charities as well that need nonprofits that needed the support of Jeff Bezos because he was living here so he would help out. I think with Mary's Place and a few others. Well, I don't know if he's necessarily going to keep giving because he doesn't live here anymore. He's in other places and nonprofits will be all over him to, hey, do something for Florida. So by trying to get the money from him, By trying to cut open the golden goose and get all those eggs out of there, the golden goose just flies away. So too bad. Just like other rich people that are leaving California, other rich people leave uh, the state of Washington because you just go somewhere else where you can go somewhere else and not have to pay those taxes. Well, you know, he's never admitted that publicly, that that's why he moved. He said it was because his parents were there and he could be uh, closer to his you know space stuff and all of that. So he's never come right out and said that. I mean, well, but it's course. obvious, but, you know, but he had, I, I just wonder what kind of an impact it would have had if he had just owned up to that and said, I'm leaving because this is outrageous. If I can s- save $600 million, I'm going to do it. Would there have been a backlash or would people would people who wanted this capital gains tax pay attention to something like that? Uh, he's probably tries to stay fairly apolitical buys the Washington Post, but wants to sort of cut it down the middle. And he's probably got a lot of socialist lefties that are involved with his organizations that don't want him to say it out loud. But here's the question. Why did he not sell any any stock in 2020? He sold it almost every single year. Why did he all of a sudden decide, I'm not going to sell in 2022, not going to sell in 2023? You could say, well, the stock price. No, but uh, sold every year. Why did he stop? He doesn't need to say it out loud. People know. People that are smart enough know. He left because, you know, he doesn't want to pay it. You think he would have? It would have been better if he had had announced that. No, I was just wondering what you thought the the reaction would be if people would be mad at him or hold him accountable. I mean, I think everybody. It's not really a secret. I think most people assume that's why. But if he had just said, "This is this is going to hurt," I know, but. A lot of people with a lot of money aren't going to stay here because of it. If he set the example for that, would anybody have cared or thought about changing anything based on his decision? I don't think he gains anything by saying the obvious. I just don't think. And when Warren Buffett does that whole thing about you should tax me more and there's no reason that my secretary pays a higher percentage than I do, that is just a crock. And Warren Buffett, as much as I admire his stock trades and stuff, come on, Warren, come right out. If you want, the U.S. Treasury will accept money at any time. You could write it out on a check and you could just send it in. He says, well, it's not, I'm not, it won't do anything if I do it. Change the law so that everybody has to pay it. Well, in the meantime, 
Why don't you lead the way? Be the first one to write the check, Warren, and send it into the U.S. Treasury. And there you go for the amount of money, the same amount of money that your secretary pays because you get passive income. They tax it differently. But he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Not until they change the law. Well, there you are. That's a that's a real hero. Oh, mm-hmm. Bezos is not dumb, so good for him for leaving. RFK Jr. apologizes. This is very weird. The com- another commercial that ran on the Super Bowl. Didn't RFK Jr. know about this particular ad? It doesn't make any sense. It was done by a pack, a super pack, but you figure they would have run it by him, right? Well, I don't know. It's That's what's sort of curious about this. He's claiming that he had no knowledge of it or he's saying that you know there there really wasn't anything that he could do about it because you're not allowed to get involved with a, with a super PAC you're not allowed the candidate's yeah. not allowed to be involved with it um but i think it was his cousin um was it bobby shriver some, one of them really had a problem with it and said our family would never agree with the sort of health uh, statements that he's come out with, like not vaccinating and things like that. So he wanted to defend that or wanted to, I guess, say he was sorry. Um, and he said, I'm so sorry if the Super Bowl advertisement caused anyone in my family pain. Uh-huh. He said the ad was created and aired by an American Values Super PAC without any involvement or approval from my campaign. FEC hmm. rules prohibit Super PACs from consulting with me or my staff. I love you all. God bless you. Ooh, wow. Do you want a man for president who's by the way, they replaced JFK's face with Robert Kennedy's face in every one of these old sort of 1960s commercials. So kind of colorized, black and white, and then there's some red and different colors in there. It's just the they took the exact ad, took it out put rfk jr's face in there in black and white images you had to really look kind of closely at it and then you'd be like oh whoa because it didn't come up really big on my wife's season through and through a man who's old enough to know and young enough to do well it's up to you it's up to you it's strictly up to you american value 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement Now, his press secretary said this in a separate statement to CBS News. We are pleasantly surprised and grateful to the American Values PAC for running an ad during the Super Bowl where more than 100 million Americans got to see that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running as an independent candidate for the president of the United States. Ah, okay. So she said thank you. He said I'm sorry. <laughs> the his brother or his um I guess this would be his uncle when JFK ran and Frank Sinatra ran that and did a song took rewrote the lyrics up you know whoops there goes another rubber tree and they re, he rewrote it for um JFK and then finished the song was instrumental in JFK being elected and then when he said okay I'll come to the inaugural ball one of the balls Frank Sinatra was invited and he says oh, okay I'll, I'll get Sammy to come. And they said, no, uh, we don't want Sammy Davis Jr. there. And Frank Sinatra was shocked and went, kept going up, got to JFK, said, so Sammy's going to come with me. Uh, no. And I think Frank ended up not going because it was Dean it. Martin that didn't go. Dean, Dean Martin, Martin didn't go. Dean Martin, uh, as a protest, because he couldn't go, he was the one that I think all of the Rat Pack, you know, thought it was 
horrible that they didn't include him because, you know, Sammy Davis Jr. was part of that whole thing for Kennedy. I mean, he did all sure. the same stuff with that, that the rest of the guys did. Yeah. Dean Martin said he was not he, he would not attend. Yeah. And the reason that they didn't want Sammy Davis Jr. to attend wasn't because he was black. It was because he had a white wife and they were concerned that that would be, I don't know, offensive or something. Wow, look at you with some little bits of <laughs> trivia news jumping in there, huh? 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 Very Cronkite. Yeah. yeah very Cronkite of you. Yeah. You had him dying back in the 70s. Look at you coming back, Sherry. Oh, uh, well, you know, my brain's only so big. <laughs> you have to for- I- Apparently, according to one of the ads, you have to forget something yeah. to remember something. <laughs> yeah, like how to sit in a chair. Uh this is um, so Joe Biden, by the way, has uh, they decided they're going to put him on TikTok. They ran a TikTok thing. He didn't do the interview, sit down interview with CBS, but they did run some TikTok stuff. He once called the platform a threat to democracy. But um, here he is. Uh, here's the spot. In case you missed it. Chiefs or Niners? Two great quarterbacks. Hard to decide. But if I didn't say I was for the Eagles and I'd be sleeping alone, my wife's a Philly girl. Game or commercials? Game. Game or halftime show? Game. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Deviously plotting to rig the season so the Chiefs would make the Super Bowl or the Chiefs just being a good football team? I'm getting trouble if I told you. Trump or Biden? Are you kidding? <laughs> Biden. There you go. Let's uh, get the kids. Some people were concerned that by doing this on TikTok, that the Chinese government could somehow get to people or something, because it had like, I think it was like 10 million views or it was uh-huh. a lot. A lot of people uh, watched it. Yeah, that, that, he, that he knows that he has to choose the Eagles because his wife wouldn't let him wouldn't sleep with him. If the Chinese find that out, look out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Over the weekend, the uh, White House doing everything it possibly could and push back on Biden and his age and the rest of the stuff. There's there was the New York Times editorial. It looks like everybody's saying, Joe, step out. Joe, step out now. Get out now. If you really care about the country, step out. You're not going to get any younger because you could fix a whole bunch of things. Let's say it was somebody else who was running. You could fix the message. You could fix the how you deliver it. You can't fix age. There's no way it gets worse and worse and worse. I watched some clips of him. I was going to play it today on the air, but I thought, oh, we don't need it. But like three years ago, so I looked at four years ago, three years ago, two years ago. It's remarkable the decline in his mental acuity. And now they're pushing Kamala Harris hard. She is out on the out on the husks and she is doing everything she can and now you're getting the stories about she's ready she's ready to serve here comes kamala so yeah i predicted that that we're going to see this push for her because that means you you don't have to worry about voting for biden go ahead and vote for him because kamala harris is at the ready and she is going to be fine if something happens to him Wow, look at you. Another powerful <laughs> move, huh? I experienced huh? great joy. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Boom. Boom. You need to get to go. I need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. See, she's ready. She's ready. <laughs> to get to go. <laughs> She'll be down there. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
Sherry. You know, just telling me about that reminds me of Bucky's Auto Service Centers. You know, I was just thinking about the fact they've got 16 locations. They've been around for 53 years. And you think about that. That is that's something else, don't you think? Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> I am. I think they're great. I know locations. you do. Uh, come on. Years. Who has that kind, who's got that kind of reputation? Get best. out of town. Get out of town. Uh, let's see. Joe's got in here. More talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, Usher's performance at halftime. The halftime show. And, um, yeah, again, I, I'm somewhat, I felt the need to, I should have watched because everybody else is watching. And it is weird when was a hundred million people or something? It's this thing that everybody does. Everybody watches. You get invited to a Super Bowl party. Everybody's watching or not watching or people just hanging around for the, the, um, commercials. The weird thing was, I think CBS was on Nick's phone. We were watching on a streaming of something. I think that, I think it went off or it got, uh, disconnected two minutes before the last two minutes of the game. I, I don't know. We were, that was unique to us. Or did it actually happen? Did you see anything on that, Joe? Or did you? does anybody I, else know? I didn't see anything at the end of the game, but I know people that were watching on the Paramount Plus app, which yes. is the stream CBS, they were having problems in the beginning. And I, so everybody on Twitter or X was, you know, get your, you know, what together. Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? I didn't have any trouble personally, and I used the Paramount app, but a lot of people okay. did. Well, yeah. Good. It's so a personal report there on the street. Thank you, Joe. Everything okay with your um, <laughs> Joe Mama? You, you enjoying the game. Good, good. Sherry, you, on the other hand, any takeaway from it that um, will be insightful and uh, intellectually piercing? <laughs> well, you're asking me, so the answer is obviously no. Um, I don't... Um, we had a dinner party last night and I didn't I wasn't planning to turn on the game because nobody that was there really was interested until one guy says, Hey, can you at least turn the game on in the background? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the high dinner party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I I put it on, it was in the kitchen. So I'd pop in and out, kinda looking at stuff. I did see part of the halftime show, but by the time I, I was so tired, I went to bed and then I kinda woke up and I asked Trevor, I said, Who who won? And he said, oh, I'm sure that, um, who was the other team other than Kansas City? The 49ers. 49ers. Wow. I'm sure, sure the 49ers <laughs> won. And then this morning. Um, wait, wait, wait. It was- Trevor didn't even watch either? Oh, no. He doesn't like, he likes college football. He doesn't like professional football. Oh, okay. So I guess. As my mother would say, more. though, what's <laughs> the difference? <laughs> Got it. San Francisco was up, and then it went toward right. for most of the game. It ended up and going to overtime. overtime. Yeah, and then oh okay. yeah, I got all that this morning. Got it. Good. Uh, a Democratic congressman is upset that fans did not stand for the singing of "Lift Every Voice." Um, it's you know I I looked at it. I was like, why does the NFL do this? Of course, they they caved like so many corporations did during the. Uh, 2020 2021 right black lives matter in the end zone stuff on the back of people's helmets so i want to find out about the guy that wrote that song and the story behind it is quite remarkable this guy who was living in jacksonville florida i think it's his last name johnson i can't remember right off the top of my head he he is the guy is 
now passed, but phenomenally bright. And he was a poet. He and his brother went on to write Broadway songs, but he didn't like that as much. He's an activist. I think he's one of the first, um, you know, and uh, NAACP, either the president or on the board early on. He organized a 10,000 person march through the streets of New York City, peacefully, black men. And he was constantly lobbying to get the anti-lynching bill passed, which got projected in the Senate by Southern Democrats. But this guy loved America. I mean, he was... When he wrote that poem, and then he and his brother put it to words, it was for the commemoration of Abraham Lincoln's birthday that was going to be celebrated in Jacksonville, Florida. His love for the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and for America and what America stands for. So if you read the words with without all the rest of the baggage goes with it, it really is a celebration of the uniting of America you recognize the past, what the past is. The lyrics are in there in the first um, verse. But it continues to come back to the theme of what we can be, the future being bright for all of us, all of us. And you see it in that regard. And knowing this guy was a patriot who was in Jacksonville, then left. He had another home in Maine. They want to be able to commemorate a park for him in Maine, in Jacksonville as well. There's going to be a, a park for him there. He and his brother, more he than his brother, was a genius and, again, a real patriot. The division that creates, because some people see it as the black national anthem, which it wasn't intended to be the black national anthem, again, written in celebration of Abraham Lincoln. The division that gets in there because the media wants to create the division because you get more clicks and more eyeballs and you work people up and everything why it's sung prior to the national anthem if you had a chance to actually learn about the words and learn about the two brothers that wrote it and what they did in america and what they believed in you would have a completely different take on the song absolutely different take but because it was placed where it was at the time when Roger Goodell was out kissing the rear ends of a bunch of activists showing that, oh, we're going to be better about it, because he inserted it at that point, it caused a problem. In Colorado in 2016, uh, Higginbach, the uh, governor there, was supposed to get up and give a speech for like the state of the state address or something. This woman got hired to sing the national anthem. She decided to come out. And because she's an artist, Sherry, she changed the words of the national anthem to the words of the uh, lift every heart. But she sang it to the national anthem, but she just switched it around. I mean, they asked her, why did you do that? She sort of said, well, I can do that because I don't believe in the national anthem and I don't believe in the country and this other stuff. Well, Higginbach didn't like the fact that nobody even cared about his speech or heard anything what he said because it was such this brouhaha that this woman came out, switched the words, didn't sing the national anthem, sang it to the national anthem, but changed the words. That was sort of the beginning of people hearing it. It had been around for a long time, but that was sort of the stamp of it. And it's unfortunately, she stained the words and stained because of her own ego. She then sort of inserted it into that place where now people see it as opposed to the national anthem. It is a different anthem. Again, read the words without the politics, 
read about the man and his brother, Johnson and his brother, who wrote the thing, and then you have a much clearer understanding of what it represents. It's a shame that it's been politicized the way it is. Yes, it, Steve Cohen is the representative from Tennessee that had a problem with it. Very, very few stood at Super Bowl for Lift Every Voice and Sing, not a pretty picture of the Super Bowl crowd. On the other hand, Matt Gates said that he and his wife were going to be, um, I guess, boycotting. Uh, wa- the, they weren't going to watch the Super Bowl at all. They're desecrating America's national anthem by playing something called the Black National Anthem. Which, yeah. by the way, I watched, I thought, every second, and I never saw that broadcast. I don't know if it was just something they did in the stadium, but I, I missed it completely. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. James uh, Wendell Johnson. Yeah. The, the history of it is, is phenomenal, and the guy is a patriot, loves America, loves the Constitution, loves the Declaration of Independence, the whole thing. So that, it's a shame. But, so Matt Gates didn't watch? No, Matt and his <laughs> wife and... Okay. Whoever else he invited. Um. <laughs> like at your house. Yeah. You're right. Got it. Got it. I guess we're going to be next, Sherry. The um, radio station there, is it Alabama? Where is this little town? Alabama? Uh, yes. Small little radio station, and they didn't even realize it. Radio station in Alabama was forced to go silent. <laughs> I would say they forced because the thieves went in and stole the 200-foot radio tower and the equipment from the building. So the thing wasn't even made of copper. It was basically junk metal, but they stole it anyway. They didn't realize it was stolen until they sent a landscaper out there to do some weed whacking or something. Like, yeah, just, just weed whack around the tower. Uh, where? Because t- somebody stole the tower. It's gone. So the station goes to reapply with the FCC to get the, they had to take the signal down. They go back, but they've run into a whole bunch of red tape now. Yeah. Okay. First of all, uh, uh, bear with me for a minute. Uh, yeah. If, mm-hmm. if the tower is gone. Yes. They cannot broadcast, correct? That's correct. So it took... A landscaping crew <laughs> to tell them? Did anybody turn on the station? Wasn't the guy listening to the station on his way into work or the salespeople or somebody that they were off the air? Did they get a single call? Hey, you guys are off the air. I mean, that, that's, that's part that's just, I can't believe it. I mean, if we're off the air for, if there's dead air for five seconds or 10 seconds, everybody's, uh oh, what happened? So, yeah. <laughs> I just find that very strange. So he went to the FCC and said, listen, we also have an FM station. Can we broadcast right. from the FM station? They said, no, you're not allowed to do that. You cannot right. broadcast FM translators uh, when the AM site is your primary site. Yes. So they go, okay, well, then we're just going to go silent. Well, they have to apply to even go silent with the FCC. Yes. Right. And so they, But there's no way they can broadcast, so they are silent. They have set up a GoFundMe campaign. They said they need $60,000 to get a new tower to get the thing back up again. And uh, so I listened to some of the broadcast. It's a small little town. I forget the, the wattage on the thing. It's tiny, it, but it's been there for a heck of a long time. And 
I don't know if they're going to be able to get the 60,000 to build it. The tower is just like this 200 foot metal, just like a regular old tower. They went over there and stole that thing. And now they're off the air and the FCC won't let them reapply. Cause as you say, you have to get permission. They're like, somebody stole the tower. So <laughs> yeah, but. I'm sorry. Isn't it indicative of the fact they don't have any listeners that nobody noticed? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. Really? If, if, the, if the management, the general manager didn't know they were off the air. And how long is it? How long were they off the air? Maybe the, everybody just streamed it, you know, because the streaming probably oh. still worked. Oh, yeah. Everybody in Alabama is <laughs> streaming it. It's a small Joe, thing. I sent you some cuts from it. This Apparently, they lost a guy named... Uh, Bull Curry, uh, <laughs> 1963. Oh, okay, Sherry. Okay. Oh, what? I love We're Bull Curry. We're going to laugh at the... He's great. I love Bull Curry. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the uh, second the hour. to the second hour. For some reason, my John Wayne's is uh, has disappeared. Um, All right, well, look, let's, let's do this. Uh, that, may, that may be Bull messing with us now. Could Her, be. Already in the show. You know, it's... When I think of, uh, of Bull and I think of Christmas... Uh, I think of the Christmas miracle that happened actually in July of 98 when Willie Nelson came to Oakman and uh, performed at uh, at Old York, you know, and it's sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, that was these guys great. are reminiscing over the law. Lo- <laughs> OK, <laughs> reminiscing over the loss of their buddy who used to be on there uh, and did all the commercials and everything and did all the had his own radio thing. That's that. They, it wasn't the last broadcast, but then I was trying to find the last broadcast or when they went off the air. I can't find the sound or the air they check. Can't either. They can't either. Hey, you know what? Maybe not everybody got their big start, the big market like you, Sherry. And you can look down your nose at these poor guys in Alabama just trying to raise $60,000. Simply pointing out the fact that it seems bizarre to me that a radio station. I would need a landscaping crew to let them know they're off the air. That's all. You can you can figure out anything you want from that. But that's all I'm saying. I see. Captain Obvious. There's no there's no tower. Yeah, the weird thing is like there are all the guys, hey, hey, have a good have a good show. Yeah, thanks. Everybody K what is it? W D D They're JJLX. Coming at you. And then here's Nate with the traffic. And like, nothing's going on. No one knows. <laughs> Just keep going. Isn't there something in the studio that shows you that something isn't being transmitted? <laughs> no, the tower's missing. Oh, but the, there again, well, isn't there like a blank screen or, you know, who's the more of a problem? I mean, something that sends out an alert. Hey, I, guess what? 